This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, Episode 150, Retire Like a Millionaire on Way Less Than That. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your host, certified financial planner Mark Willis, invites you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Welcome, everyone, to our latest episode. We have a lot of ground to cover together today, and a, I think a counterintuitive idea that can help boost your retirement income without having to save any more. The biggest oh, hesitancy or complaint many people have against retirement planning is that us financial planners are always telling folks to save more money, save more money. And yes, you should. You should. We are in a savings crisis right now. We've never saved this little in our country's history. But retirement planning has changed. And in the recent generation, I guess compared to the previous generations of retirees, your retirement income strategy is going to need to rely more heavily on your own personal retirement savings and capacity. Now, traditional retirement savings means greater responsibility and greater pressure on your investment portfolio. We're talking about 401ks and IRAs traditionally held in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds and ETFs. And really that portfolio has to do three very important things. And by the nature of it being a self-managed portfolio, that means you have to do three major things in and during your retirement years. The first objective is you have to manage your risk. In retirement, you're going to face market volatility. You're going to face sequence of returns risk. And what that means is throughout your retirement years, there's going to be bumps along the way and sometimes major cliffs every so often. For example, market losses, that's going to be especially detrimental to you throughout your retirement, but especially in the early years of your retirement. The second major risk you have to manage is the risk of longevity, meaning the risk of living past your money. If you outlive your money, you're going to be either a burden on someone else or a ward of the state, which neither of those seem like great options for you as you look into your future. The third option is the third risk we have to manage is the risk of inflation. And that comes at the cost of rising expenses in your retirement years. You know, a gallon of milk when you're 65 is going to cost less than that same gallon of milk when you're 95 because that's 30 years of inflation over your retirement years. So that's the first big objective that you have to manage. No one else is going to do it for you, unfortunately, in the world we live in today. The second objective in, during your retirement is to generate an income, generate a substantial and significant income. You know, a lot of people think that when they go through their retirement years that they don't have a job. You know, they retired from working back when they retired. But no, you do still have a job. Actually, your new job is to generate an income that will cover all of your expenses throughout your retirement years and to smartly decide exactly how much you can safely take out of your savings and investments each and every year and each and every month and somehow figure out how long you're going to be able to live on that money and spend it without outliving that cash. I'm telling you guys, that's an almost 
impossible job, even for the professionals. Now, you're going to need that predictable income so you can, you know, live on less than you make and uh, enjoy the occasional luxuries and, and cover your expenses. But your income can't fluctuate. You're going to need that sustainable income to last as long as you live. In fact, you're going to need that sustainable income to grow, to increase, to help address the sneaky viper of inflation in your financial life. So that's the second job or objective you have after you retire. The third job or objective you have after you retire is you're going to need to consistently get growth on your nest egg to help preserve your portfolio. Anytime you're taking income out of your bucket of cash, your 401k, whatever, during your retirement years, that you're going to see that bucket shrink. So to keep up with that problem, to avoid seeing that just dwindle away into nothing, you're going to have to take consistent and even sometimes increasing risk throughout your retirement years to keep up with all the money you're spending. But it's not just you with your hand in the cookie jar now in retirement. It's also going to be the investment advisors who are still wanting their fees as you retire. And of course, the market itself will have to take some money out every so often when there's a market correction or a market turbulent event like we've had in 2020 here. And finally, in today's low interest rate environment, many retirees are seeing increased volatility even in their safe bond portfolio, and they're having to go back into stocks and equities and riskier assets to get consistent growth. All this makes things very difficult for the retiree, and all you thought you'd be able to do was spend time with the grandkids and sit on a rocking chair and enjoy a little golf. No, the job is unfortunately not over when you leave your work. You've got a brand new job to do. And fortunately, there are some ways to reduce that pressure on your retirement work where you can spend a little more time enjoying the, the nice things of life, but only if you act now to prepare for it. So let's say, for example, that we have a 60-year-old man who wants to retire at age 65, so he's got five years to go, and he wants to take $40,000 of income as a stream of money for the rest of his life. Now, what type of annual return would he need if he had only $620,000 today to grow to a million dollars over the next five years, right? So he's 60 years old today, he needs to get to a million bucks so that he can take 40 grand a year out. That's the 4% rule that I'm referencing there. If I have $1 million and I want to rely on the somewhat flawed, but we'll use it today, 4% rule, we have to rely on getting to a million bucks in just five years to be able to take out $40,000 a year in retirement. Okay, so back to my question. What is the annual return that he would need to grow his money from 620,000 bucks to a million bucks in just five years? Well, he'd need 9.5% rate of return for five years to reach $1 million by age 65. And of course, that is net everything, right? So he would actually need to do 11% a year to reach $1 million if we account for fees. Wow. Okay, so that's taking some pretty gargantuan risk when you're in your early 60s. And you, you couldn't deviate from that return. You'd need that exactly at least every year for five years straight, 11% a year. Now, investors from age 60 to 65, most people say should not be 100% exposed to the stock market. So, you know, investors at that age might be more closely needing to be tied to 
60% stocks and 40% bonds if you kind of follow traditional, oh so average investment advice. So the market performance would have to be closer to 14% for this investor to see an overall return of 10%. Does this make sense so far? Okay, so can you afford to risk your money at that age to get 11% pre-fee returns for five years straight? You know, to me, that kind of looks and feels like a Hail Mary kind of option. So are there any other options? Well, we can live on less money, we can take on more risk, or we can die sooner. (laughs) So none of those seem like great choices to me. Now, uh, guys, another point here is the issue of the 4% rule. Now, there's nothing guaranteed about the 4% rule. You know, $1 million can generate $40,000 a year, which was this gentleman's income goal, under something called the 4% rule. Uh, So if you take out too much, you might run out before you die. And recent studies have said that 4% rules under current market worldwide conditions only have a 50% chance of success, which means a 50% chance of failure. Now, would you get on an airplane if it had only a 50% chance of successfully landing safely at your destination? I would not. (laughs) I would not. So that's quite a difficult task for this poor guy as he's getting ready for his retirement years. And guys, it does not have to be this hard. What if I told you that he could put his $620,000 into an account today and in five years he could be guaranteed to have $40,000 a year for the rest of his life without taking any unnecessary risks? Well, would you take that as an option? Okay, what if I told you that if he put $620,000 into that account today, guaranteed in in the worst case scenario, he'd be able to get $40,000 a year for the rest of his life? Well, yes. Take a look at our show notes, guys. We've got that exact scenario happening here where the gentleman puts in $620,000 at age 60. And by age 65, he's able to take out guaranteed $40,000 every year for the rest of his life on a guaranteed basis. I mean, hashtag that was easy. That was so easy. Awesome. Now, this is using something called the fixed indexed annuity, also known as the income maximization strategy. So again, he's got the power of maximizing his income. That's why we call it the income maximization strategy. No market risk here. No assets under management fees. Of course, there are annuity charges and so forth that you'd have to review. But the key benefit here is that he's getting that $40,000 a year for the rest of his life. That solved his problem. Now, if the underlying index of this fixed indexed annuity wasn't just guaranteed, but actually returned even just 1.5% per year, he would actually see his income grow. So this is a phenomenal opportunity to see your income grow and even keep up with inflation. The annual income would actually be higher than $40,000. It would be $43,000 dollars a year. And if the index returned 3% per year, his income would start at 46,000 bucks per year. So this is once it's turned on would be guaranteed income to pay him for the rest of his life. And also he'd have the choice of taking income levels either straight and level payouts to him and his wife for the rest of their lives or they could take a slightly lower starting income and then see that income grow over each and every year when the index is positive over the years 
over time to help keep up with inflation. So again, if he wants level income, his income would start at, say, 48000 bucks a year. And after 30 years, he'd have pulled out $1.2 million of income. That's, guys, that's double his contribution. Remember, he put in six hundred and twenty grand. But if he starts his income at forty-eight grand a year and lives to age ninety, well, that's a total of one point two million bucks. So this is why I say it's not about return on investment; it's about rate of income. That's what ROI really stands for in my world. It's about the rate of income. Now, with income increasing as the index performs well and grows, he's able to get pay raises throughout his retirement years that grow and even keep up with inflation. And every year that index is positive, he's getting that growth on his money. So maybe he starts his income a little bit lower due to his choosing the increasing income option on this annuity. So maybe let's say it starts at 41,000 bucks, you know, when he's 65 years old, but in future years, you'll see his income, annual income go to 43,000 and 44,000 and 48. All the way up, by the time he's 90 years old, his annual income is 100 grand that year alone. And his total income over that 25-year period is $1.6 million and would continue to increase for the rest of his life. I'm floored by this. I think this is an unbelievable tool in the tool belt to help take some pressure off your retirement portfolio. And by the way, If he dies and there's still some money left to be spent, he leaves it to his spouse who keeps on getting that income too. And when his surviving spouse passes on, the remaining amount is left to the beneficiaries, unlike old-fashioned annuities that don't do those things. So complementing your retirement portfolio with a fixed indexed annuity using the income maximization strategy can really help reduce the pressure to generate income, to pick and choose stocks, to take unacceptable risk and to see your money run out before you pass away. And it allows us to leave some additional benefits that'll help create a more efficient retirement lifestyle and portfolio. For one, it reduces the risk of you running out of money. That guaranteed lifetime income that you're taking off the fixed index annuity can help you address the risk of longevity, you know, not outliving your money. And it also helps take care of market risk. So guys, no matter how long you live, or what happens to the market, the fixed index annuity will stay steady and the income will continue for as long as you live. Isn't that the goal of our retirement accounts anyway? A lot of people will say, well, I want a big nest egg in my retirement. And that's a good goal, I guess. But what's the point of a big retirement asset, a big nest egg? The point typically is income. Now, the second thing it will also help you do, the income maximization strategy, is it will reduce your withdrawal pressure. You won't have to pull so much money out of your stock market, 401ks or IRAs. If you've got a guaranteed lifetime income, sort of working like the floor of your overall financial life, kind of the foundation, pulling 40 grand a year, let's say, out of a fixed index annuity, that's going to reduce your need to take a big chunk of money out of your 401ks, IRAs, whatever else that you have in the investment world still. So that allows those retirement buckets to continue to grow and give you that growth potential over there in the stock market. And it'll lower the risk of running out of money in those accounts too. So I love that. And besides all this, the fixed index annuity is going to increase your income potential. So every year you wait to start income, 
The fixed index annuities out there will help you increase your income potential in two different ways. For one, it increases your income withdrawal percentage. So that means the more income you'll get. Think of it sort of like a slice of pie. You know, if you need only a small slice of pie and you need it right now, you can get it today. But the longer you wait for that slice of pie, the bigger a slice the annuity company will give you. You know, it's not unlike Social Security. You know, the the longer you wait to take Social Security income, the more income you're going to receive. Not only is that a larger percentage, but it's also going to be built on a larger pie since you had an extra couple of years to let that bucket grow, to let that pie grow, to let your account balance in the annuity grow. So that's the first piece. The second is something called an interest bonus. Now, I want to ask you a question. As you're thinking about all this, you know, how would you like to get a bonus from Wall Street? Wall Street executives certainly like their bonuses, don't they? You know, several million dollars a year, several hundred million dollars when they walk away from their uh, hedge fund. What if you could get that bonus just like they do? Well, now you can with these fixed index annuities. Now, not truly a executive Wall Street bonus, but here's what I mean. Let's say that the index that you're tracking goes up by 10% this year. Maybe it's the S&P 500, whatever it is. Okay. And if the annuities work where they give you a bonus, then what they'll do is they'll give you some sort of, you know, cap or spread or participation rate in the growth of that index. So for example, if the S&P 500 went up 10% this year, maybe the annuity is letting you participate in that at 75%. That means with the market itself, the index itself going up by 10%, you participating at three quarters of that, that you'd get 7.5%. That's how much your money would grow in the annuity. This is the annuity company participating with you in the growth of the S&P index. So no doubt, it makes sense, right, that we would not get all 10% of the S&P since the annuity company is in there to make some money too. They have to make some money so they can offer all these guarantees and protection and lifetime income that we've been talking about in this episode. But here's where things get really, really interesting. If you work with the right annuity company and design the annuity correctly, you can get a bonus on the money that you earned. After the interest rate for the index is determined, it'll be multiplied by the bonus. Let's say 25%, for example. So then that money is accumulated in your savings or accumulation value. So what that means is you get 25% more than what you would have otherwise had. That 7.5% will add another 25 to that and you get 9.4%. That's how much your money would grow that one year. So this is the effective spread between the true market index, you know, the S&P 500, and your money's growth. It was just like half a percent, right? 0.6%. Wow. I mean, if you could find an advisor willing to charge you 0.6% and then give you all the guarantees and predictability and lifetime income, and by the way, they need to sign their name next to that guarantee on your money in the investment account, then heck, sign me up for that too. That'd be awesome. But I have not met any investment advisors willing to do that just yet. So now let's talk about what it takes when it's time to take money out of this incredible vehicle. You have two options for getting the money out of these fixed index annuities. Number one, either you can take a level income starting off at a higher number. Uh, Back to our example at the beginning of the episode, he was able to pull out 48 grand a year. 
you know, with decent and moderate returns in the index. And maybe that's nice if you need as much help as you can get right now to cover expenses right away. Or you can take a slight reduction in your income, but then allow for future growth over your lifetime. So for back to our example, the gentleman chose in the second option to get only 41 grand as he got started in his retirement years, 41,000 for the first year of retirement. But as the index was positive over the years of his retirement, he saw his income grow over time up to $100,000 in his age 90. Now, over the long term, that's going to provide more income if you think you're going to live longer. So if you do plan to live a long time, that second option greatly works out in your favor. Again, your income continues to build and grow each year the index earns a positive interest. And that income that you receive becomes guaranteed. It's the minimum guaranteed income that you now have for the rest of your life. It's sort of like climbing a flight of stairs. You never go back down once you ascend to the new income level. So that's the second piece. The the next piece I want to mention is quickly the growth potential on your money. The final benefit is that you can increase your capacity to take other risks with your other money. So the fixed indexed annuity is a part of the overall income maximization strategy. Here's what I mean. If your money over in the fixed index annuity is providing a safe, predictable, guaranteed money uh, for your income over retirement, that gives you flexibility and freedom to invest your other assets uh, more aggressively possibly. You know, maybe you're willing to take on additional risk, find additional performance opportunities. Maybe you're, maybe you're able to take some more speculative investments in your portfolio because you know that your rock-solid guaranteed income over here in the annuity is covered. Now, this has the effect of what we call the barbell strategy. We've covered that on previous episodes, like episode 50. So go back and listen to that if you haven't heard that one just yet. But to me, I believe the power of adding a fixed indexed annuity with all the benefits that we've been describing in this episode today, adding that to a whole life policy like we talk about with bank on yourself policies, as well as traditional investment opportunities and even real estate can maximize your income potential. That's why we call it the income maximization strategy. So that's what I wanted to cover with you guys today. So thank you for walking through that with me. And I'd love to have you guys take a look at some of the show notes. We did put together some figures and numbers for this episode. And so, again, uh, swipe up, left, down, sideways, however you get to it in your podcast app to see these numbers in action. This gentleman, age 60, sets aside some of his money. And, and I'd love for you to see what happens when he does that. Because maybe that's something you could do or add to your portfolio as well. So guys, that's all I have for you today. So thank you for joining me for another episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join a financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.